0: Next month, Tribulation will release their new album, Where the Gloom Becomes Sound, via Metal Blade Records. The band's fifth full-length indisputably elevates the Swedes to the highest echelons as their most expressive and inventive album to date. Purchase your copy now at MetalBlade.com Tribulation. Once again, Tribulation's new album, Where the Gloom Becomes Sound. Pre-order it now. MetalBlade.com slash tribulation.
1: It's the Metal Sucks Podcast with your hosts Petr Spych, Brandon
0: Hahn, and Jocelyn Sharp. Metal Sucks Podcast. What is going on, everybody out there? Desire I, your host, Petr Spych? We are doing a little bit of a bonus episode for you guys right now and uh, one that I definitely never want to miss up on. If I have a chance to talk to Lizzie Hale, I'm going to talk to Lizzie Hale and I'm going to share it with you guys. A great time always. So let's jump into that, guys. Let's jump into my chat, my interview with none other than Lizzie Hale of Hailstorm. How is your holiday shopping going? Are you done?
2: (laughs) You know, I still have... uh... Some odds and ends but like it's been such a weird year this year like I I had this apparently I forgot and I had decided in my own mind to just like collect some things like over the years you know like have like a list like in my notes of like the people I know I want to get either like birthday stuff for or Christmas stuff for and I've been like constantly like I've been kind of like <laughs> I'm not going to say it's like drunk shopping but I feel like it kind of is this year because I didn't I don't remember you know what I got these people and all of a sudden like things start showing up at the house. I'm like, wait, what did I get this for? Oh yeah. I need to look at my notes and make sure I write it down. <laughs> it's just like this this year has been crazy. It's been like one, you know, one it's been it it's been going on for so long, but yet time goes by so quickly that it's really hard to like remember. So yeah, I'm in the, I'm in this a state of confusion right now because I do have some gifts for people, but I'm like, I know I'm gonna forget somebody. Um, and I don't entirely know why I ordered this. And is this a gift for somebody? <laughs> I didn't write it down.
0: I'm the so, yeah, same. i a little nuts. I live and die by the notes. It's funny you said that because uh, I will forget everything. But anything that someone mentions to me, I'll put in the notes.
2: Yeah, it's not foolproof, but I, but I think it's a, it's a good method. I, I feel like I I might I, I just got to figure out whether I'm forgetting. Like I'm well, like one person, <laughs> you know. It's going to be like that. It's going to be like I'm so prepared, and then like Christmas rolls around, like. Damn it. I forgot about dad or something like that. But
0: um, I um that's the gift yeah, card know, rule. You, that's the gift card rule. Always have some, yeah, some extra well, you, gift you cards know, to be like at the last second.
2: That's that's a great idea to start collecting gift cards. You're like, sorry, oops, here you go.
0: <laughs> like who doesn't want Amazon like gift cards right now? What yeah. what's been saving you?
2: There's a there's a there's a um there's a uh, an app or whatever it's a website, but they also mm. have an app called Gold Belly and uh, you can literally ship like any like 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 a like a muffaletta sandwich from new orleans and 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 you can like send it to somebody and they give instructions on how to do it so i've been that's been saving me this christmas with like certain relatives like i'm just gonna send you food Nobody can argue with food.
0: <laughs> no, that's a much better idea than gift cards. <laughs> right? That's a great one. So we are here to promote some stuff, guys. I know I, I got Lizzie on the phone here, but I do want to talk about there's so much to promote that's coming up for you, Lizzie, and that just came out in the past fall. So I want to talk about all of it if we can we can touch base on a little bit of it. So first thing I want to bring up, guys, everybody the reimagined EP is out now. It came in August. If you guys haven't picked that up, it's perfect. For Christmas shopping or anything you can do to to hook that up, but we are here to celebrate the uh, the magic of Christmas. The song that you did with D. Snyder here—it's out right now. Now the <laughs> the story behind this song, as you look into it, is pretty crazy. Do you know the entire story of when it was written to how it got to your hands?
2: Well, D. D. has told me a little bit about it. Where mm. it's, he wrote it for his wife, yeah. right, and mm. then um, and then Celine Dion picked it up. Um, which is you know score for D, <laughs> you know, and um, in fact, if, if you actually if you go to uh, the official YouTube for the Celine Dion single for uh, for the Magic of Christmas Day, um, the first comment um, is uh, the song that bought Dee Snyder's house, <laughs> you know, so which is uh, which is pretty pretty rad. Um, but yeah, and and he he's so he's such a sweetheart. He uh, he told me he's like you know the only reason I'm really doing this song rocking it up and singing on it uh, is because I want my wife to have this song that I wrote for her but have my voice be on it and and then that he's like but I can't sing the high notes so you got to do it <laughs> so it was, it was a it was a it was a joint partnership and um I'm just I'm I'm so uh, happy to know that guy and be able to be on this christmas journey with him <laughs>
0: dude the song turned out fantastic and yes that's exactly if people don't know he wrote the song for celine dion and then when i was reading and you never know if everything on the internet's true but he didn't want his name on the credits um but he did get his name on the credits which i thought was kind of interesting for some reason um when i read on the internet that's what yeah it said. I, yeah
2: the, some of the story behind that is I, you know i i think he just he didn't want her to not do it because it's Said B. Snyder and yes. his sister because there's you know the the dude's got a reputation you know <laughs> and <laughs> Celine not Diana like may not be uh you know be so keen on that stuff but uh but yeah I I just think uh, I I think it's funny man it's like I I love the fact that you know just I, I love being in this rock community you know it just makes me so happy because I'm like yeah see <laughs> um you, even. Even the uh, the the king of of uh, of you know noise, D. Snyder um, can write a song that even Celine Dion will, will record. <laughs> it's pretty awesome.
0: It is. I think it's that's. I love the story. That's why I wanted. I definitely wanted to bring that up on the show. Now, D. I mean, I just talked to him a little bit ago for Love the Metal Live. He put out his voice sounds remarkable. He's sixty five, if I'm not mistaken, sixty four um did he ever have you ever asked him about tips on how he maintained and kept his kept his voice through all these years
2: you know I, I i have not asked that yet but i literally it's funny you bring that that up because i was uh i was talking to um somebody literally two days ago and they brought the same thing up and i'm like dude i have to ask him <laughs> it's one of the conversation we haven't had um but uh but yeah, I do. It's amazing. That's like that's like life goals to me, you mm-hmm. know, and, and not only am I, um, you know, a super fan of D and, you know, I, I got to tell you, like, we've known each other, um, you know, for for years now and just kind of like, you know, you see each other at events and or at shows and um, this one time. So I, I got I got to host the Golden Gods Awards like a couple of years ago. I think it was like 2012 um, co-host that with him. And I think that was the first time we met. But uh, a couple years later, we were playing Sturgis with uh, ZZ Top, and and D. Snyder was there. You know, I uh, I, I turn like left, you know, stage left while we're performing, and he's just standing there, side stage, watching our show. And of course, you know, look, I can put on my leather jacket and I can pretend to be cool. But you know, when it's when it's D. Snyder, some you know, it's like, oh man, okay, all right, step it up. Don't don't screw it up. Don't screw it. Up. <laughs> you know, pay attention. And, uh, and then my monitor guy at the at, at the end of the show he ter- he tells me he's like hey boss like I hope this you know wasn't wasn't you know breaking protocol or anything but D Snyder asked to listen to your monitor mix to see if you were actually singing and he's like and normally I, if it was any other, other person I would be like no you know but it's D Snyder so I let him listen to it I'm like well that's nerve-wracking but that's awesome that he wanted to to listen to my voice to make sure I was actually singing which I do but um but yeah like he's such a great dude and so to have those kind of compliments you know coming from him and the fact that he reached out to me to sing this song um it's truly it's truly an honor because he's you know he's a lifer
0: and and you know what the, and that is The greatest compliment, I think you can say, because there is those voices that and, and, you know, Lizzie, you you definitely have that for a lot of us fans that uh, there's a few people that I've seen live where the voice, it hits me and there's goosebumps that just grow right away, you know, and um, I talked to a few people about it. And a lot of people have brought that up about the first time they've seen you live and so oh, that's awesome. de- de-questioning that and being like I got to know I get it I get it because <laughs> <get it> <laughs> there's power there's so much power there and that's that's a really cool thing man so you did segue we can segue into the hosting that you were talking about because we did talk about the Golden Gods thing here um, you did get to host Access TV's third season of A Year in Music I don't know if the fans out there have yeah. seen this but this is a this is a fantastic show for music fans tell me about a, you know how the gig kind of came into place, and then B, out of the four years you did, which year was the most fascinating to you to cover?
2: <laughs> um, well, this this show—it's kind of been a domino effect this year. So because of you know COVID and the lockdown and everything, um, it's kind of forced all of us to kind of be creative, and and it's also given me—if you know—if if I can be like Miss Silver Lining here. Um, it, it's given me the chance to say yes to a lot of different things, a lot, a lot of different adventures, um, that I wouldn't normally be saying yes to if I was on the road for 250 dates this year, you know? So, um, the, 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 blessing and the curse is that, you know, I have time to like kind of expand. So, um, in the beginning of the lockdown, um, I got, uh, I got a call from, uh, from Linda Perry. And she hooked me up with uh, this production team and this uh, this uh, rolling live studios. And she wanted me to do an, uh, basically an hour a YouTube show and you can do whatever you want. So I called it Raise Your Horns, And I, I like, dove head first into being an interviewer versus being an interviewee, which I have so much respect for you, Pete, <laughs> because um you know, I got to learn, like you know, just feet, you know, just diving right into the fire. Um, how how difficult that is, you know, and uh, how easy I have it by just having to answer questions versus you know, write a script and you know, and uh, make sure I'm getting all the information. Anyway, so uh, the the people at Access TV um, saw that and then reached out to me, you know, about doing this show and hosting, you know, this this TV show on Access TV called A Year in Music and um, you know, before I even really thought about it, you know, I'm like, yeah, absolutely, man, I'm down. I'm like, I've already, like, lived through a couple different things, un- uncomfortable situations that I thought that, you know, that I've survived through and I actually, like, you know, excelled in. So, like, yeah, let's do it. i say yes first and then, you know, ask questions later. And uh, and it was just so exciting because it's it's my maiden voyage into that kind of hosting and the TV show and they have a whole script and, um, you know, you have to use a teleprompter and it's all, you know, it's like, it, it's very, it's very cool. It's, and, uh and I remember the first, uh the first episode that we went to go film, cause I've never really done this before. I literally, I was like, Oh my God, I've already signed a contract. Like I'm about to walk in the door. What if I'm terrible at this? So, you yeah, know, like, what if I can't read the teleprompter? You know, it's like you have all these like things that go through your head and that beautiful panic ends up saving you in the end. And I just kept after every episode, I kept learning and learning and, Um, and it was so much fun. It was just like this, just an extension of some other part of me. Um, although I will say that some of my influences that ended up coming out as my, uh, my hosting influences were, you know, a lot of like nineties access Hollywood and like early MTV VJ stuff. And so it's funny to like watch the episodes and be like, ah, (laughs) totally that that's coming out of me. (laughs) You know, I'm wearing my influences on my sleeve. Um, but my favorite, uh, my favorite episode, um, I, honestly, I think is, uh, what? which one? Uh, was it 90? Was it Six. 98? Um, mm-hmm. Or yeah, 1996. Yeah. yeah I, I think that's, that's uh, a, that, that was, that was a really good one for me. Cause like, I don't know. I, I, it, during 1996, I was, uh, I was 11 I was just starting to get into music and I just started like listening to the radio and. I was listening to a lot of my dad's music. Um, so like, it was just a really exciting time to kind of like start, start to get turned on to, to, okay, what is that? How does that work? And, you know, and uh, you know, what, what is, what is this song? What is the melody? All of these things. And um, so it's like, it's, it's it's awesome to go through these years that you technically like lived through, but you didn't, you weren't paying attention to every detail and on all the things that went into that year. So it's a, uh, yeah, it, it, it's it's a pretty fun time. It's like, a, you know, I, I talk to fans and it's like, yeah, it's like going into a time machine and just like going back and actually observing how music shaped our culture and all the things that went with it and how, you know, music gave us hope. And it's a, it's a beautiful example of the power of music.
0: Yeah. And, and for me, it's like when, when they're doing the year of, you have these distinct memories of like every year 86 I think was uh th- that was before my time so I don't really have a distinct 86 but everything else you, you did I believe it was 2008 2001 and 1996 you just you just it brings you back there into a very uh your your mindset which was really cool because I'm in Las Vegas i was born and raised out here so when Tupac did get uh shot out here in Vegas it was the night of the Tyson fight, so traffic was horrible. But I remember it was different. It was like they would make us detour all the way around. Like we're like, why can't we get here? And it was because of that, obviously. Oh wow! We, we learned later um, because we were trying to get to like uh, just a certain spot on the strip, but it was like there was no access at all. And so it just takes me back to being stuck in that car with people yelling at each other because we're going to be late. You know, like <laughs> and and the Tupac. That's stuff. crazy. Yeah, I mean, and a lot of that's, those episodes that, did that. That's
2: amazing. Yeah. yeah, you have these, like these little flashbacks to when you heard stuff on the news or you, you know, you, the things that you like you did live through. And it's like, you, I mean, you're talking, to, you know, talk about 9-11 and mm-hmm. it's like you, you remember like where you were. And, and uh, it's, it's interesting in 2008, you know, we were gearing up to uh, we were making our first record in L.A. And we lived through, you know, uh, <laughs> there was a, a, a fire and a mudslide and then two earthquakes and it's just like craziness. Our A&R guy got fired. You know, we were like in limbo with, with, with producers. Like we couldn't, you know, like kept a break. It took like, it, it took all of 2000, like some of 2007 and all of 2008 to actually like get to mastering our first record. It was insane. So, so it's funny to like, think about think about those things with myself and like how, like all we were doing was like writing music and listening to the radio and watching the news and, um so yeah it's it's been a lot of fun for me it's been a kind of a passion project and um they have since uh you know offered me the job for uh for the fourth season as well so i'm like okay cool Dude. I'm, I'm i'm doing something right yes
0: beautiful <laughs> and you it goes back to what you were saying about when there are limitations for artists that there is this transition and a lot of people find that to be exciting to be like all right i gotta figure something out here a lot of people uh and so they, they kind of change their gears and look at a different avenue. But that's great that you're doing the fourth season because that's a fantastic show. So people out there, let me just tell you, AXIS TV's third season, a year in music. Make sure you guys are checking it out. I believe it's 12 episodes. I, I do apologize if that number is not right, but there there's the four years we just discussed. Yeah. And you guys definitely check it out. It's, it's a fantastic show.
2: Yeah, it's every, uh, every Sunday. So it's it's uh, it's on AXIS TV. And so it's... Uh, yeah. It's just, it's, it's just a good time, man. it's, a, and it's good to like, remind yourself of how, you know, even when things get tough, like, as far as like, even with this year, I mean, mm-hmm. there's, yeah, I can't even, I can't even begin if they're ever in the future going to be doing like, we're going to go through 2020.
0: <laughs> yes, they are. They got to, <laughs> okay.
2: you know, con, con, considering all of that, it's, it's really good to remind yourself that, you know, music is, is a, like, just a, just a beautiful thing. And it's so much more than entertainment and, um, and it it really can, you know, helps maybe maybe spread a little bit of hope this year, you know?
0: Absolutely. Yeah, there's no way 10 years from now, I'm not going to remember the moment the election was called from Biden, what I was doing and where I was at. I will remember that <laughs> yeah. the rest of my life. It'll hit me like a, when, when I see a documentary, I'll be like, oh, yeah, I was doing this right then and there. I was driving with my wife and kids. Um, and so <laughs> there's just things that's like so that. True. that's That's the great thing is that you don't realize that it's like this monumental moment until later, you know? um because we're too busy moving but i do want to talk about another thing that's happened obviously in 2020 is a lot of the live streams most recently i remember uh, you did the rock to remember live stream show um but there are a couple um other ones that are coming out in the future that i do want to talk about the first one i didn't want to touch base on because i'm not positive on all the details is that there's a, a david bowie tribute concert that's happening on his his birthday he would turn 74 on january 8th 2021 and you are taking a part of that is that correct
2: I I am, uh, and and it's a uh, it's such a beautiful thing because uh, I've become friends with Mike Garson, who is you know has been Bowie's keyboard player for, you know, just for an eternity, and you know he has all these amazing stories about how you know what an amazing boss Bowie was, and um and you know either way like we we've, we've gotten to collaborate before um, when we were doing uh, that that Detour Festival. And uh, he was, he was included in a couple of the songs that I ended up covering with, uh, you know, with Slash and Linda Perry and Robin Zander. Um, I believe we did uh, uh, Long Way to the Top uh, by ACDC and uh, Come Together by The Beatles. And it was just, uh, it was such a neat meeting of the minds. And so, um, so he's actually the one that reached out to me about this. And, uh, and of course, you know, when, when Mike Garson emails you, you're like, yeah, absolutely. Whatever you want. Like, I don't even know what you're. Like before they even tell you the details, like, yeah, let's do it. (laughs) So, um, so yeah, it's just, it's just going to be a beautiful event. And, you know, like we're, we're all such, you know, big Bowie fans. It was actually like, it was really heartbreaking. Um, That, that was a, that was a, that was a tough one for us. Yeah. As a, you know, as band and as a, as a fan, you know, like we've lost a lot of, um, a lot of, you know, of my idols over the years and um, that was a big one. And you you just get emotional and you start thinking about, then you, you know, I mean, that last record mm. and like, what what if you what if you you know knew you were going to die and and what record would you be making? And it's like, it's just uh, I, I don't know, it's just it's it's otherworldly and it's like, he's he was always otherworldly, but it's uh, it, it's it's going to be a great time and um, I'm I'm very honored to do it. So yeah, it's on his birthday and um, I I don't know how many um. How much i can tell you about the the song and who's going to be involved so i'm no just worries. gonna keep uh yeah keep my secrets there but <laughs> but it's gonna be awesome
0: <laughs> i i like i said yeah you don't have to tell us any details because people just need to know it's david bowie the artists involved you yeah. many others um and that's the one thing that i was yeah. thinking about without giving anything away i'm like is someone going to play a track off a of black star i'm like are are we allowed to touch that record live i'm curious because um, I don't know I I, I, I got mixed feelings I, on that. <laughs>
2: you know? Yeah well you know it, it, I, I'm not quite sure that, yeah. that, um, as, so what I can tell you is that the song that I'm doing is not off of Black star. That's fair. Um, which that narrows it down but <laughs> 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 its entire, everybody gets. but um, no it, it's uh, it, it's uh, I don't think it's off the table. I know that um, uh, my, Mike Garson in, in particular he, he did. He ended up covering Lazarus mm. on on that detour uh, uh, stream live stream. So uh, I don't think it's off the table, um, but I think it's going to have to be like it, it. It would have to be, I think, a special collaboration, and maybe maybe uh, some kind of heritage artist or something. But <laughs> I'm not quite sure if anyone's of of that particular information either <laughs> yeah not
0: a problem there's, And that's just me like personally there's certain songs that i remember like for example when they did the chris cornell tribute i'm like who's gonna do say hello to heaven who's gonna take this risk
1: oh uh, yeah
0: miley cyrus did it and she did a fantastic job but the point was like there's just these songs in my mind i'm like all right that's gonna be one i gotta pay attention to you know um and uh oh absolutely yeah so there's there's a couple tracks on there that i'm very very curious on but again we'll see that the catalog is so beautiful for the lifers of, of music it's it's amazing that what david bowie gave us uh, to the world but that is on january 8th people if you guys haven't checked that out make sure you do it's going to be exciting and another thing that you will be hosting as we're talking about the hosting roles that you're kind of um taking on right now is the uh she rocks <laughs> uh she rocks awards which i mean you're obviously familiar with but it, if you go to she you can get that live stream uh ticket out there it's on january 22nd tell us about how you got that role um, this this year.
2: Um, yeah, well, I've, I've been friends with the She Rocks people for a couple of years, and and um, I was, uh, I, I, you know, what? Honestly, I believe it was last year, but it feels like two years ago. On and they, I got to perform, and um, they they absolutely they, they honored me with the Inspire Award, and like just it's just a great group of of people, and um, just trying to, you know, represent women specifically in music and give them an outlet and, and a, uh, and a platform, um, to, uh, you know, to, to be who they are and not without any kind of d- discrimination. And I think that was one of the things that I took away from the She Rocks awards is that, you know, compared to other awards, you know, there are certain things, you know, that women in music still, you know, have to kind of think about and go through and, you know, whether it's, uh, you know whether it's ageism or uh <laughs> or you know okay like you know are you just are you there to pretty up the band are you actually talented like all of these things that factor into you know our our daily thoughts that we might not even like we you know you push aside a lot of a lot of us just do that and just okay we're going to power through you know <laughs> you know mm-hmm. make make it into your superpower go ahead do it but but it's crazy like standing you know on that stage and being like just surrounded by all of these, you know, lifers in the as far as the in the world of girldom, you know, um, you realize like, oh no, everything that all these all, all the things that I've ever you know questioned about myself and all of the the little you know, the specific things that I've had to go through for for being a woman, they've all gone through that too. So it's like it's kind of like this weird weight that is lifted, you know, with all of these people. So anyway, um, very very similar to you know say everything else in my life this year it's kind of like I said this domino effect you know so they uh they're like oh you know we've noticed you've been doing a lot of these things and and um we'd like to offer you the hosting gig this year so you know I've been doing some promo they sent me a script and um I'm gonna be I'm gonna end up uh you know pretty much you know doing it here for my home studio obviously because it's streamed and so, um, yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be different this year, but I'm, I'm so excited because, you know, I'm going to be able to, uh, it, it's very similar to like when to, when I got to, um, to host some of the pre-tell for the Grammys uh, about two years ago, you know, it's wonderful to be able to honor, you know, women and, and honor all of these, uh, these girls, especially, uh, one in particular that, uh, will be, you know, honored this year is Amy Lee, who is a good friend of mine you know, it's just, it's, it's good to be able to, uh, to tell these girls that, Hey, you know, like you, you did good, you're doing the right thing. (laughs) And, uh, um, so it's just going to be a celebration of, of, of women in music. And I'm, I'm happy to be a part of it. You know, it's like you, you, when, when you're 13 and you're starting out your band, you know, you don't think that you're going to get to a point where people are going to say like, Oh no, like this is, this is a good role for you. And, uh, um, you know, so it's, it's, uh,
0: it's, it's quite the honor. Excellent. People make sure you guys go to she January 22nd. Make sure you check out this show. Like you said, all the positive, powerful things you just said, that's the reason we want to celebrate this and make sure we checking that out on the live stream. Um, real quick, I just want to run through all this stuff so people know. Because Lizzie, you've been busy this year, you're, or at least this fall. That's all. I'm, <laughs> all I'm talking about is like just, September. Just remind
2: on. me what I've done. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Everybody, make sure you're picking up a reimagined EP by Hailstorm. We're going to play a track um, after the interview for sure. If you guys haven't checked it out for the holidays, D. Snyder, Lizzie Hale, they put a magical song together. The Magic of Christmas. That single is out right now. Make sure you guys are going to pick that up. Don't forget to miss. It's on Sundays, like you said, Access TV's third season of A Year in Music, hosted by Lizzie, which is fantastic. And then two upcoming live stream shows. First one, January 8th, guys. It's a Bowie celebration. Lizzie's going to take part in that. And then January 22nd, the She Rocks Awards show. Go to SheRocks.com. Oh, SheRocksawards.com. Oof, I messed up a little bit there, Lizzie, but it's okay. (laughs) (laughs) There's a lot going on. That's excellent. You you picked it up. I did. I think I did good there. And then uh, I got uh, two quick questions for you. The first one, that I wanted oh, this is a selfish question. Always gotta be selfish. You've done interviews, you gotta be like, <laughs> let me just ask the question I want to know. Okay. Black Sabbath, <laughs> Heaven and Hell. You've mentioned that as one of your favorite records of all time. Um Mob Rules has always been one of my favorite ones because Country Girl, I don't know that song Oh yes. That song just it's 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 for me. And Sign of the Southern Cross is like my favorite live song that Dio did with Black Sabbath. So um
2: Oh, the, absolutely. You
0: know, so that that's just me. And my son, I know it's,
2: it's hard to pick. <laughs>
0: My son is named, <laughs> I named my son Dio, so I'm a fan. That's all we're gonna say. That's, oh, that's
2: <laughs> hot. Yeah, I was going to say, that's, that's that's a dead giveaway.
0: <laughs> so you know I'm going kind of fandom. talk about this, because later on down the years I'll be like, look, here, we talked about Dio with Lizzie here. Um, Rainbow Arrow Dio, though. Are you a huge fan of those records as well? Uh,
2: you know, I actually am. I, I have a couple, uh, you know, Rainbow... Um, vinyl you know Mm. that i that i've actually found that that was you know unfortunately kind of fairly cheap and in a a record store um you know because like nobody really like thinks about that era i i do but i i kind of worked myself backwards so like my introduction to dio um you know because i didn't i didn't grow up in in the timeline Mm -hmm. you know that that he you know that he existed in um so my introduction with dio was actually you know the Sabbath version, you know, you know, with, uh, um, so it was Dio with Sabbath. And I'm like, Oh, that, great. This is awesome. And then, uh, and then I worked my way into the Dio solo career. And then I worked backward, you know, into the, the rainbow career. I, you know, it's, it's interesting though, because it's a different, it's a different character, you know, like you can hear him like, you know, just kind yes. of, you know, at least still being himself, but molding himself like to the time. You know, so it's a, uh, yeah. So <laughs> I, have, I have a screwed up timeline with it all, but, but I do enjoy it. I, I, I just don't think you can really go wrong with the, one of my favorite, actually my, my, now my favorite thing to listen to um, is uh deal live. It's, it's 1983 and 87. It's a set um, live at Donington
1: mm-hmm.
2: uh, in the UK. And it's like, Oh, it's just the best. I, it's like the band is so tight. And he's so great, and it's and it's like they end up doing all of these like medleys where it's like they'll start, you know, the intro to Heaven and Hell, and then yeah, and then <laughs> and then go to like um and then go into like Mom Rules or something. It's like it's like it's just incredible. It's uh like you you think they're doing something, and then they end up like ang and these special little moments that I don't know whether they were, were like completely rehearsed. Some of it seems like like. Dio just kind of called an audible, you know, (laughs) but um, it's exciting. It's the closest thing to live music this year, so I've been really... (laughs) (laughs) Into that one.
0: <laughs> phenomenal records my one gripe and i believe it was the 87 one was all the fools sail away he, they cut it short a little bit i want a, i want a long i want the long version of that song i think that song is the
2: long version of, that is true uh, that is true they, i don't yeah.
0: remember i believe but, they go like three minutes and they break into something else i'm like oh i want all the full sail away i want it all <laughs> but those are fantastic records yeah. so um dude cool man so last question real quick and i'll get you off the phone lizzie i do apologize i'm going over i think a little bit here oh but no worries we talk uh, oh, th- it's
2: okay that's m- usually my fault <laughs> oh no no, no
0: worries. <laughs> i just just an update uh, you said that you had the 60 songs demoed for the new hailstorm record now does that make it easier for you to write a new record or harder because of the editing process?
2: Well, it it makes it harder because, you know, you can write 60 songs, but then you narrow it down and then you try to beat it. So this is like from, so we started, we started demoing uh, for this record, uh, like in the middle of our last record cycle when we were still on tour. So I was just kind of, you know, I was in our practice room, you know, you know, every day on tour, you know, with my amps and everything. And I would just force myself to write something every day. So like when we finally got to the point where we're like, okay, well, let's see what we got. You know, it's like, we all sit down like, all right, that one, that one, that one. Okay. That one beats that one. You know, it's just, it's like, uh, you know, it's, it's very much like having this, you know, thousand piece puzzle and you dump it all out and you're like, okay, I know it all goes together, (laughs) but I don't know what the picture is yet. So we've just been, we've been piecing stuff together. We actually just, um, uh this week um ended up doing kind of this uh this socially distant version of uh just getting into the studio with our producer and so we're actually we've we've begun recording um you know and so that's exciting and it's and it it was a much needed change of routine and uh and so we're just being creative we're we're pulling in like about 14 hour days (laughs) you know like we go in and we're like all right uh, well, you know it's like almost eleven o'clock and we probably should go home and get some sleep so we can come and do it all over again, but you know <laughs> so um, so yeah, no, it's exciting. We're working on a new record, and um I love you know uh, you know i I love this new material, and i'm I'm super excited um to get to the other side whenever that may be, um, but until that happens, we're just gonna keep trying to be what we got and and uh yeah, come out swinging. <laughs>
0: beautiful beautiful so with that a little update that's great we know a records in the works we know there's songs in there lizzie i want to thank you so much for the positivity you always bring to to the scene to the interviewer to everybody that that comes in contact with you and to the fan base and i want to thank you so much for calling in here to the metal sucks podcast
2: oh anytime man we're, we're all in this together <laughs> yes. yes and uh, i appreciate you taking the time for me
1: sucks podcast break it.
0: Right, guys, and we are back. First song you heard is the standalone single by D. Snyder and Lizzie Hale. The magic of Christmas Day, guys. Make sure you're picking up that single. Fantastic song. Second song you heard is off the reimagined EP that came out back in August. That song is called Break In and it's featuring Amy Lee from None Other Than Evanescence, guys. So make sure if you haven't picked up that EP, you do. And with that, I want to thank all you guys out there, all the listeners for the five-star reviews you keep putting on the good old Apple iTunes. That's all we ask for as a team. That's all we ask for as a podcast is if you guys can take the time on the uh, good old Apple iTunes. Just click the five stars. We don't need words. We don't need reviews. We don't need nothing like that. Just the five-star click. That makes us happy. If you guys have the time, we truly appreciate that and also appreciate everybody who's supporting our other podcast, the documentary podcast, Rise to Offend, which you can find anywhere, guys. Apple iTunes, you want to give that a review? It won't hurt our feelings, that's for sure. So with that, I'm wishing everybody a very happy holiday as we're rolling into next week, guys. Have a great time. I'll talk to you guys soon.
1: The Metal Sucks Podcast is signing off.